Well, Johanna, what do we get today? A dingo? A fat old razorback? Or a nice, big... Episode 76 of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Podcast initialized. Mission identified. The rescue was done under 1990. Co-hosts online. Auditory analysis online. All systems nominal. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago, so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 76. There you can leave us a comment on the episode. You can find a link to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes and Stitcher Radio. You can also find a link to support us on Patreon. Speaking of which... I want to say a very special thank you uh, because for this episode, our reflux capacitor was outfitted with a Morse, Morse code interlay thingamabob provided by our patrons, Brian Keating, two dudes in an S, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, and our secret patron as well. Thank you all so much for your support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and dislike dangerous dingoes down under. Mm-hmm. And I predicted that Rescuers Down Under would be a nostalgic movie. I'm joined, as is our custom, by my good friend and host, Paul the Master Interrupter Powers. Hi, Paul. Good day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> good day, Paul. Uh, my trivial question for you uh, is the third Disney film to use anthropomorphic mice as a main character as main characters is this movie. The others were the original, The Rescuers, and The Great Mouse Detective from 1986, which if you go back to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 30, you can hear our thoughts on that movie. Um, Doesn't Robin Hood have mice in it? Well, yeah, other movies mice. other movies like Cinderella have mice, yeah, but this is like, say, that... they're the main characters. Oh, as the main characters. I think okay. that's what they mean. Yeah, as the main okay. characters, yes. Uh, okay, Paul... Do you have a preferred animal you like seeing anthropomorphized? <laughs> um, I immediately go to the, I don't know why the ducks, like Donald Duck and Darkwing Duck. Um, Howard the Duck. Sure. I don't know why. It just immediately popped into my head. I, oh, but I wouldn't say it's a favorite, but I guess let's go with that for now. All right. Very cool. And what was your prediction for Rescuers Down Under? Oh, thanks for asking. It was nostalgic. Mm. Very good, very good. And we are joined once again by our regular co regular guest host, my lovely wife, Christy Ruiz. Hi, Christy. That's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> I had to. Paul did something. No, I totally get that. Uh, Christy, but I didn't even say it was like gusto. No. Oh, Gotta commit to this. That's not a wife. Yeah. That's a wife. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Hello. Anyway, this is a trivial question for you, Christy. In the original Rescuers film, the albatross Orville was voiced by Jim Jordan, who died two years before this film, Rescuers Down Under, was released. Okay. The character was replaced by Orville's brother, Wilbur, voiced by John Candy. Okay. This is a reference to the Wright brothers, Orville and Wilbur, the inventors and pilots of the first functional airplane. Okay. Christy, in your travels, have you ever been to Kitty Hawk? No. 
Alrighty. <laughs> Where's Kitty Hawk? Uh, Kitty Hawk. Kitty Hawk. Yeah. Where's that? Is it um, in, oh. Wow, man. you don't even. Wow. Failed geography. You should look that up because that would be something. I don't even know how to spell it. <laughs> All right. Well, guys. it doesn't matter. Siri, quickest look that up Ohio? ever. I thought that they were in Ohio. That sounds right. Kitty Hawk. I am a kitty. And wait, Wright Brothers, North Carolina. It's North in North Carolina. Carolina. Are you all happy now? You are a kitty. I've never and been. I am a kitty. Hawk. North Carolina. It's kind of like a chicken and a chicken hawk. Wow. Will or a lady I and a lady hawk. Will, anyway. Will. Uh, oh, lady hawk. Christy, what was your prediction for the rescuers down under? Nostalgic. All right, nostalgics all around. All three. All three. Well. Let's see if those pan out. Paul, will you please land a course for Alice? Sure. <laughs> and will you tell us what that course is? Maybe. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah sure. Sorry. Alice, let's uh, have a roundtable discussion on the rescuers uh, <laughs> down under. And then let's return to see what we've been up to lately on our new tubes and stick around for some feedback or maybe some announcements. Probably just, which. probably just announcements this time. Oh. Spoiler alert. Bitterness. Spoiler alert. As soon as you have our target, please let us know. Alert. Alert. Target located. Spoilers incoming. Engaging retro rewind reactor. Pictures. Code red, code red. The destination, Australia. The mission, save a young boy and his eagle from an evil madman. I got it! The only hope, the rescuers in an heroic new adventure. It's rip-roaring action, cliff-hanging excitement, and high-flying fun. You're free! And it's only in theaters. Walt Disney Pictures, The Rescuers Down Under. Why the go, right? Rated G. Starts Friday, November 16th. Way to go, and this is how our memories go for our Mind Melt Synopsis. A man is trying to poach a big bird in Australia. A boy needs help in protecting the bird with a weird name. Another kidnapping gets over two, gets our two heroes, Bob Newhart, Boy Mouse, and Soviet Girl Mouse, back together to rescue someone visiting Australia when they learn of a boy who needs help protecting a golden eagle from poachers. John Candy, this time in a bird form, helps the mice. There is a lizard named Gohanna always getting in their way, and Marahute, the golden eagle, that they had to protect or get a feather from or something. I think they rescue the eagle, and the eagle is somehow able to fly carrying the boy? That's a bit muddled. I, I added that's a bit muddled. That wasn't part of the Muddled, numbers. duddled fox and soxer. Thanks. Oh, is that for from that. Harry Potter? No, it's from Red, uh, Red, not Red Fox. What's it called? Fox and Socks. Fox and Socks. Doctor Seuss. Oh, and the Hound. Sure. No. We're not talking about no. Fox and the Hound. Not technically, anyway. Well, we're the technicals. We're rescuers down gears. under. Well, technically, the rescuers down under is rated G and it runs 77 minutes. Mm. It was released in theaters in the United States of America on November 16th, 1990. 
It was directed by like, Hendel Butoy and Mike Gabriel. That's like... What? I was going to say, well, n- November 16th. We're recording this on uh, November 15th, 2015. Oh. So it's like 25 years? Yes. Yeah, oh almost to goodness. the day. Almost to the day. That's funny. So, good job. <laughs> uh, this movie starred uh, the voice acting of Bob Newhart, Ava Gabor, John Candy, George C. Scott, and some other people you may or may not recognize. You'd have to IMDb it. <laughs> uh, the budget for this film, we actually have a budget for an animated film. Was, it's about $40 million, Ooh. and it went on to gross about $48 million worldwide. Oh, interesting. I saw a different statistic, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> You saw the one that said 27, right? Yeah, for I or think 28. That just That's just in the US. Yeah. All right. We'll give Rescuers Honor the benefit of the doubt with a power up sound effect. Yes. All right. Thank you, Paul. Uh, You're welcome, Francisco. Yeah. A- anytime, you know. I, anytime. Yeah. Right. I, I like having All these right. conversations with you. And I also like talking about the um, things we like. When, when do I get to talk? About Rescuers <laughs> Down Under. <laughs> Christy, as we like to do, let's start with our guest host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't be angry. You love it. Don't drive angry. Um, Christy, what's one thing you liked about this movie? The opening sequence. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. that as soon as it as soon as the music started, I was like, Oh yeah. I got excited. In fact, that's what I wrote on my paper. Mm-hmm. Exclamation point. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was I'm really happy. It was really nice that they just got into the movie and it was a really cool intro, especially for an animated movie. Um uh, I thought I I think I almost like it even better than Lion King. I know that might be sacrilegious to It's very reminiscent of Lion King. But I thought it was very reminiscent of the Lion King, the intro with the you know, the planes and the almost like the Pride Rock kind of thing going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, totally. I wonder I wonder if they were if Rescuers Down Under was innovative in that the well, animation style because they have a spirit stallion of the Cimarron has a unedited or uncut scene at the beginning an opening scene with an eagle flying through mm, mm-hmm. and that was revolutionary when they did that so i'm wondering if what the rescuers did was anything like that yeah and i think rescuers came before yeah i'm pretty sure it came before lion king so it's oh, definitely five yeah. years before well there you go in uh, fact it was revolutionary do you know what was revolutionary about this movie uh there is fully digital i believe the first yes, fully digital the f- movie the first uh, Disney movie to uh, put out the Ink and Paint Club, at least uh, job-wise. <laughs> Wait, the, those, the mice were digital? They're colored. The co- the, it was drawn, um, but it, the coloring process was no longer hand-done. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, I thought the mice look hand-drawn. Oh, yes. They they were, yeah, but colored oh, okay. digital. <laughs> I was like, no, I, I, I didn't think I was going crazy. Um, what did you think about the opening, Paul? I thought it was fun. Um, gets right into it. It uh, is a little static these days because you can tell it's computer generated or uh, at least All uh, those uh, based on computer. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, but it's fun. It gets you right into it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so uh, what was something else you liked, though, Paul? Uh, so I thought uh, there's some great action scenes. Uh, at least the, the way it was animated, like mm. with uh, Cody falling through the sky, or a lot of the flying scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the flying yeah. scenes were pretty spectacular. Yeah, 
I really, so I really liked watching those two. Mm-hmm. And was Which that two? something you liked, or yeah, well, Bernard and Bianca, or Cody and no, the flying things that you were talking about. Oh, I remember thinking yeah. as a kid that I was like, I want to ride on Mary Hute. Yeah, yeah. I thought that, that would, would be, be awesome. Pretty cool. Do you suppose yeah. that she's a remnant of the uh, eagles from Lord of the Rings? I, I, have, oh. I have something to say about that later. I thought she was a dinosaur leftover. What? I mean, considering her size. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Chrissy, was something else you liked about Rescuers Down Under? I keep wanting to say Rescuers, but that's the different movies. So I have to say Rescuers Down, Down, Down Under. Down Under. Um, I, just something really small, but I thought yeah. the addition to the tears in Cody's eyes as he's following from a great height, like the, Oh yeah. I was like, that's a good detail. Yes. I, I, yeah. I appreciate little details like that in movies, especially movie early movies mm-hmm. uh, yeah. where details like that might've been overlooked, but I yeah. thought that that was a really good touch. Yeah, totally. And Definitively. Jumping off that, not so much. Well, I guess in a way it's a detail, but I thought, and maybe it's a product of being digitally colored, but I thought the, Coloring was this in this movie was just so rich and vibrant, and I, yes. I just love looking at all the color in it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I liked it too. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's go back to Paul. Was something else you liked? I liked the voices. I liked. I enjoyed Bob Newhart as the as Bernard, as unique voice, and especially John Candy. Yeah. I don't know why. Every time he was speaking, I could just imagine Barf from Spaceballs. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> I know. I actually liked him in this movie, too. Fun fact. This is actually our fourth John Candy movie we've reviewed. All right. And one of the things I was about to say, especially about these two actors, is I thought they made great voice, cartoon voices, and I would have loved to have seen more with them as cartoon voices. Oh, totally. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> speaking of voices, I don't know why mine seems to be going. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. You're the only one that laughed at that. Another voice, thanks, Christine. Or even noticed. <laughs> right? Another voice that I really liked. I thought Georgie Scott was had such a great bad guy voice. Yes. yes. Was, the gravelly. Yes, yes, exactly. Did we ever figure out what kind of a lizard that was? Because I thought that I got the name mixed up with the kind of a lizard. Well, yeah. So it's actually, so it's the lizard's name, McLeach's name, the bad guy, um, his lizard's name is Johanna, but the type of lizard is called is a Gohanna lizard, which is a type oh. of monitor lizard. Yeah, that's yes. why I named the lizard in the memory mind meld yes. Gohanna because mm-hmm. that was I, oh all right. So I had it a little right, but not the name. <laughs> well, that's kind okay. of yeah. good job. Whose turn was it next? I believe it was back to you, Christy. Oh, I thought it was maybe you, but all right. I haven't heard you say anything. That Georgie you like. Scott. Oh, that was something you liked. <laughs> I um, really liked. So sometimes in these, I don't know if I don't know if I notice it now, but sometimes in the older movies, you can tell. No, even in well, I don't know how old Spirit is, Stallion of the Cimarron, but you can tell the main characters by how well they're animated. Like you, people yeah. you spend a lot of time focusing on the main characters with yeah. the coloring and their drawing and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that that could be a drawback. I mean, I but I was we're focusing on positive things. I really enjoyed the way the eagle was animated. I just I loved the detail of like the 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 second eyelid that 
she would mm-hmm. blink. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, her upside down head, like the way that uh, the way she fluffed her feathers. Yeah. And how she sat on her nest and her flying and all of that. There was just great care and detail in in how they animated her. Oh, absolutely. Even though she was like she was a main character, but only in uh, only in chunks, like in the beginning and then the end, and not really a lot in the middle. So mm-hmm. I I appreciated that. Speaking of anim her animating her, uh, it, some of her poses reminded me of Ducktales the movie when uh, the main villain would transform into a big bird. Oh yes, some of the movement was very similar, and it also came out in 1990. So I wonder oh, if they cross reference some of those. You know, I don't um, remember. I that. guess that's retrorewindpodcast.com/slash19. Oh, I, I believe. do remember that bird thing. Yeah, bird thing. Cool. Uh, Paul, what's something else you liked? I only had my uh, my classic maker left. Oh, that's all I have left as well. Oh. Oh, so Christy, go ahead and rapid fire, or as Francisco likes to call it, erroneously bullet time, which <laughs> slows things down rather than rapid fire. Um, that's just a couple more. I don't. I always forget to do my my happy my classic makers and my tragic makers. Oh, that's okay. Um, let's see. The um, Wilbur exclamation point. That's what I wrote down. He just made me Wilbur. laugh. Wilbur. No. Oh my. No, not that one. Uh, oh, the the Wilbur. seagull. Okay, yeah. yeah. And wait, right, just... I thought he was an albatross. Albatross, yes. I thought it was Orville. No, wait. That was the first one. So. Yeah. Well, they're both. Wilbur and yeah. Orville are both albatross, and I like him. And Frank makes... I laughed at Frank. He was funny. Oh, th- what is he? Um, oh, a bearded lizard. Yes. Oh. I thought, like, I agreed with you about Mr. Newhart. Mm-hmm. He was amusing, as always. I always think I always confuse Bob Newhart with the guy who plays uh, Nemo's dad from oh. Finding Nemo. They, yeah. They always sound similar to me. Yeah. And that's beside the point. Anyway, yeah. Bernard with the warthog. Amusing. Oh, I like yeah, that yeah. part. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, I did have one more thing. Okay. Continue. Sorry. I like the mouse guy. Oh, my. What's his name? Jack? Yes, Jack. Yeah. Okay. Who's apparently no, Jake. Jake, yes. Who's Is apparently the only real Australian actor in the whole, the voice actor. No, the really? Real the kangaroo yeah. or the, uh, apparently the not. Koala. Okay, okay, I'm good. I think I go, I'm just going to randomly pick my okay. classic maker. It's not really like... My quick bullet time is, I thought the opening music, I know I should have said this at the opening, when we were talking about the opening, but I thought it sounded like a mix between Jurassic Park and Karate Kid in sort of the quieter parts. Yeah. The music was a little weird, I thought. Mm. And anyway. Okay. I should have said it for a dislike. No I didn't worries. really dislike it, but it pulled me out a little. So I, I actually have that. I have a plus and minus on that, too. I didn't know where to put it. Is well, it a plus or a you minus? Can, we're near enough. You can go ahead and go. I love the music, but by the end of the music, or by the end of the movie, I was like, I'm annoyed with it right now. Oh, interesting. Okay. I was like, at the beginning, I'm like, yeah, the music. Oh, my gosh. I remember this so much. And then by the end, I'm like, really? This theme again? <laughs> the same way? So, yeah, it pulled me out a little bit, too. And near the end of the movie, I kept, eh. <laughs> A bit interesting that this is, I think, the only movie in the, I think I read, this is not my knowledge, but IMDb. This is the only movie in the Disney Renaissance period where it's not a musical. There's no mm. actual, like, 
music part, musical parts. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, neither is Ducktales. Oh, came oh, out the same year. Bam! Oh, take that! IMDb. What you doing? Uh. <laughs> All right then. Ducktales represent. <laughs> oh my gosh! Which, speaking of which, oh wait, mm-hmm. we're not there yet. No, we're not there I was yet. About to s- we are All at right, our fine. classic makers. <laughs> oh, that's right. We still yes. have to get to that. Yes. Uh, I'll start us real quick. Uh, I thought, Paul, you spoke to this, and Christy too. I think. John Candy as Wilbur is just so great, and I just wanted his character to be in the movie more. I, I oh, thought yeah. it was lame, pun intended, when he got his back got cut out. and Yeah, but he escaped, so it's all good. Exactly, yes. But I just, I loved, I loved that character. I wanted to, probably, I don't know if a movie just with him would be too much, maybe. But, but maybe him as a main character voice, or the, the, char- the voice of a main character. Oh, sure, yeah. May, may, that could be good enough, yeah. Oh, so okay. Anyway, too late. Oh. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> Probably not too soon. Uh, Christy, what was? Actually, I'm going to do Paul and then one with Christy. Paul was your classic maker. Uh, I thought the animation in this overall was very fluid, especially for uh, a Disney movie that wasn't as hyped or as considered a classic as much as others. I mm. thought still the animation is still top notch throughout <laughs> and it was very enjoyable to watch. Agreed. Christy? I'm sorry, Paul, you're a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Why are That's these people, Paul? <laughs> Just like totally <laughs> excuse me, but this is my podcast and I'm going to be in the video, okay? That's what it, that in my head. That's what he said. It's probably not his voice, but anyway. Um, my classic maker, and if we were in Toastmasters, somebody should have clicked <laughs> me for that. Um, geez. Nice, Paul. My classic maker it's not really. I just had to pick one because I always forget. It's probably the fourth time I've said this. <laughs> Whatever. I really like Bernard's transformation. Oh, from sort of... Yeah, because in the beginning yeah. of the movie, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Please, take hold of yourself. <laughs> you oh, know, my. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yes, I get know. some gumption. And then when he takes down the warthog and he's like, before anything else, and he asks her to marry him, I was like, uh uh-uh. Yeah, that was nice. Yes. All right, guys. Well, before we get to the things we didn't like, which it sounds like there's lots of brewing, um, let's go. We'd like to go to face, our Facebook group, which you can join uh, at retrorewindpodcast.com slash group. That'll take you to our Facebook group page. Uh, we have we like to ask people, you know, what do you remember about the movies we cover? And this is what a couple people from there said. Uh, first, Danae Burge said, it's one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. It may be the most watched one from childhood. So many great parts. The restaurant with mmm, pea soup to the extended runway for the Albatross landing. It's all great. It has timeless characters like McLeach, Bernard, Wilbur, and the majestic Marahute. Definitely classic. Marahute! <laughs> and then Chris Cowan says, the best Disney sequel ever, which then spawned a bunch of me trolling and me being called out on my trolling after that, but it was still fun. Which I wonder, 
I know I'm not a literal troll, Paul. Gosh. No, no, no. I wonder if that's really the best. I mean, if you discount like any of the Pixar movies, like Toy Story two oh, or sure. three, I wonder what the poll would be of like the best well, I sequel. I mean, I were there any other sequels that weren't direct to video? Yeah, uh, Return to Neverland came out in theaters. Oh, uh, for a short time. Okay. <laughs> that's the only one that I, I never saw. Think it, of. So that's based know. on Disney classic. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Fantasia 2000. Oh yeah, that one was good. I really liked that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's like sort of in its own category, though. Yeah, I mean, and they're supposed to keep okay. making those, but anyway. Yeah, that's beside the point. Um, Apparently, they're supposed to keep making Toy Stories. No, oh, I'm yeah. joking. <laughs> Still haven't seen three. Isn't that a shame? Oh, that is a shame. We and gotta now, remedy that. And let's talk about the shameful things of rescuers oh, down God. under. <laughs> let's start with Paul. Sounds like he's got one he just has to say. Uh no. But uh <laughs> let's starting it off. I thought it found I found it rather odd and they did this okay. Yes, I have something to get off my chest. And I'm talking to the listeners who voted i appreciate you voting rescuers down under good job but why did you make us review it before rescuers yeah right so what i did is my uh thanks to my wife she insisted that we watch rescuers before watching rescuers oh, down under okay and i am glad i did because you know it builds the characters and oh such. sure but that's in, a good point in this movie and they especially, they kind of touched on it in the first one. In this movie, the main guy at the Rescue Aid Society said uh, that the the best mice that they have to handle the situation is Bernard and Bianca. Uh-huh. And I'm like, really? That's the best the mice world have to offer <laughs> in all the world? I mean, come on. There's What about, I mean, like, Double O'Dale? I know he's not a... a uh, mice. He's a chipmunk from Rescuers Down. Or not yes. Rescuers. They chipmunk. should have been down under chipmunks. in their own movie. Res- yes. Yeah. Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers. Yes. But it, it kind of threw me out of the movie. It's like, really? They're the best? I mean, yes, they're fun, but come on. Yeah, yeah it definitely mm-hmm. forces like, oh, well, we have to go in this direction. Like, well, yeah. obviously it's Bernard and Bianca. And it takes us out of the movie. There's a kidnapping in Australia. Let's contact New York. <laughs> right. I get it. Like, the UN of mice is there. They can like, uh, but aren't there plenty capable people in Australia to like Jake resolve and, this? Yeah. No, yeah. the little the little Steve mice Irwin. there. They don't have they don't have little clothes on, so that means that they're not as good. There are only four mice in all of Australia. They can't get together and <laughs> rescue a boy. Yeah, one's too busy playing checkers with his fly. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of frustrating. <laughs> it's like, come on, get your story right. At least make a, have a, make a little sense. But then how do you get Bernard and Bianca to Australia? Yeah. Maybe they were visiting like well, you that's misremembered. What, yeah, exactly. That's what <laughs> I thought, but apparently not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christy, what's something you didn't like about this movie? Well, I appreciate the Australian accent and all, but I really just never liked Jake. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know. I, he always be, he always just made fun of Bernard, and you knew that Bernard and Bianca were supposed to be together. And but at the end, he, he gave has, the thumbs up, which it's was good. True, and at the end, I exposed. But most of the movie, I'm like, seriously, do you have to be that guy? Well, you know what? The, that right. leads right into my first. God, stupid 
love triangles. I hate love triangles so much. <laughs> Why? Ridiculous. It creates tension. No, there's drama. plenty enough tension in a relationship between two people. You don't need to add a third. Thank you very much. Disagree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lana Clark, whatever the other guy's name was. Um, anyway, uh, oh god, it depends on the villain of the week. Well, no, her boyfriend yeah. originally, um, Whitney, Lex, Whitney, no. Whitney. Was it Whitney? Yeah, yeah. the football player. That's mm. who I'm talking about, Paul. Well, if you're talking in the comics, it's Pete. Ross. I'm talking about Smallville. He's, he's talking about Smallville because he's got some bitterness issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go back to Paul with something else. Series you like. ended. Get over it. Um, build a bridge. <laughs> something that i didn't like about this movie is only in comparison to the first one when the mice ran Uh uh-huh and the the movie the rescuers they ran like mice like on all fours oh and they crawled around on all fours like mice but when bernard and was in this movie when he's crawling on the floor looking for the ring or when they're climbing up the rope oh, he's on his they're knees. using their knees oh, yeah. like a person and oh, that yeah. and that kind of to I know they're trying to be more yeah I thought there was much that was much better done in the first movie too mm-hmm. anthropomorphic for you I gotcha yeah uh Christy what did that was that some that serve uh, no, a clash for you or? well not not until he pointed it out oh yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. it would annoy me if I would have made attention to it I know you're supposed to not like him but I don't like Mick Leach well, no, oh, I guess job. he did his job. All right, yeah. <laughs> but you don't like the way they, they made him? No, like, I, thought, it was... I thought, well, I just, coming from the point of view of having a sensitive three-year-old daughter that I don't get to show these movies to, um, oh, okay. I don't just... He's a little too mean for him. Yeah, and I really yeah. would like to share some of these memories with her, but he, like Disney, seriously, we get a bad guy. Why do they have to be like... Like so overt, I don't know. He's not. You know what's He's not weird? Ursula the Witch, I or guess. Jafar, you know? yeah, yeah, Jafar. But still, I. But I mean, I thought he was a fine bad guy. I mean, but is, he was yeah. just, like, is there a Disney bad guy you're okay with? Yeah, the movie Frozen. That does not nearly as. Oh, intense. I dislike him more. No, no, he's no, so, no. He messes he's with so the heart. No, just, I know, just... but if you come at it from a very two-dimensional view, where where you have a, a toddler who doesn't, or a preschooler who doesn't understand the that sort of manipulation, mm-hmm. the only the big snow monster is the only thing I have to either pause or not pause or cover her eyes, explain or fast forward through. Whereas, fast forward. whereas the some of the more traditional ones, the villain is so like mm, intense and evil there's no like it's just a pretend snowman or um it's it's a, don't worry they'll beat the monster so that's i think that's one of the reasons why i was well, just like a big tangent but that's fine. i don't it's only because i have a preschooler who's sensitive to things like that like mm-hmm. she was watching a show made for her age and something was happening that she was chewing on her fingers and she started to cry and we were like, oh, my God, okay, so now we have to change it to VeggieTales because apparently this is too intense for you. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason that I see through see it through the lens will that I have. You, or will you not sing the song? <laughs> Which one is that? It's Rack Shack and Benny. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while, though. The boner, the boner. 
Ooh, I like the, the bunny. bunny. <laughs> oh my! Speaking of tangents. Anyway, uh, so McLeach was a good bad guy, but I just don't. He's just annoying. Yeah. <laughs> so going, he did his job. I'm going through my like what I can remember of bad guys that aren't like that are still like they're the bad guy. It's obvious, but aren't like as totally like ah scary for three year olds. And I, I'm that's the really problem with Disney. That what I about have. cars? Yeah. Well, I'm thinking classic. I'm trying to think of like classic Disney. No, I'm. Oh. I know that's why we we'd have to go outside of classic Disney and go right. to some of the Pixar movies, but. That's even fair. even the Pixar, some of the intense stuff is oh, still yeah. for her. Yeah. But if that's yeah. particular to her personality, it's not mm. it's not particular to all of her peers. Good point. Yeah. Okay, moving on to something I didn't like about Rescuers Down Under. And this is <laughs> mm. I, I can just I can hear the flack I'm gonna get for this. The boy. I was, I was this close to making my tragic makeup by side. It's not it's it's too it's too particular to me to be a, a oh, treasure. No. Okay, Marahute is not a golden eagle. No. The coloration is completely wrong. There's golden eagles golden aren't feathers. that size. Uh wait, golden eagle is a specific species? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe this is like the great 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 grandfather. Okay. With the that golden eagles. might be that might be like this is like plausible, the original. Except golden eagles Aren't in Australia. There are no golden eagles in the southern hemisphere. Well, I they mean, can except fly maybe over. Zoos, I mean, if an albatross can, uh, which is a much smaller bird, fly from New York, <sighs> well, get on a plane and go exactly. to Australia. Exactly. We're gonna have to then, hook up with a much larger bird or something. I forget. Maybe exactly. they migrated during. No, uh, it's pan, what's that? Pangea. What? What? Pan, Pangea. Pa- Pangea. Yeah. yeah. So that just that. That bothered me. And I think as a kid, I had no idea. And I actually, I think I can thank this movie for really thinking Golden Eagles were so cool. But as I've grown into adulthood and seen now that, I don't know why they didn't go with like Golden Eagle coloration. I can understand why they didn't go with the size because they wanted him to fly on them. It's it's not as stark and majestic and like rare and... And beautiful compared to all the other things that he had, ordinary things in his collection. He wanted I, something stark and the opposite of ordinary. Something that I was worth made it. killing and kidnapping yes, a kid over. Exactly. <laughs> and, and Australia has their own animals that are, you know, separated from the rest of the world through you know, if evolution. Well, and why stuff. not make it like, I was going to say the Tasmanian tiger, but I guess is Tasmania not really considered Australia, huh? No. Yeah. Either way, it's its own species, and if you're going to have its your own species somewhere, it might as well be in Australia. And when you say golden eagle as a kids movie, it it makes sense to make it literal in the nineties, especially. People didn't have their underwear tied in knots up their butt crack. (laughs) Oh, like sumos. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Technically, not a golden eagle, and I'm. And you're technically not the cry of the golden eagle. And where's Gandalf? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, fine. That that is just my that's something I didn't like. I understand. Uh, let's Mine's go. even more silly. Oh, okay. Let's hear. Let's hear it, Paul. Okay. So, little backstory. We, I was having this trivia contest with somebody, and we were naming up. We were trying to find really obscure disney songs and i was winning up until the point where 
somebody was singing and i actually won because uh but i couldn't top them <laughs> i guess what they were singing but i couldn't but in the first movie they have the rescue aid society theme oh, where yeah. all the yeah. mouse yeah. Them, all the mice sing r-e-s-r-e-s-c-u-e rescue aid society anyway but and they do a terrible job of singing it and i would like to hear like a good rendition of it and here's a chance where they had a chance to do that, but they didn't. And but oh, it, you can huh. hear the tune in the score during the, oh, the really? Mice UN part, oh, yeah, cool. okay. which is kind of weird. Like, okay, you're playing it, but why aren't they singing it? Only because I saw the first movie where they sing it. Yeah. So I was kind of frustrated with that. So did you win? So how did you win the competition thing between you and your friend? Well, I was able to obviously um tell what movie that was from because r-e-s-c-u-e spells rescue so it was mm-hmm. the rescuers but i couldn't come up with a more obscure uh disney movie off the top of my head oh, or song I see. from a disney movie so oh, okay anyway. but i'm probably the only one who really missed that song because it's a silly stupid song yeah i don't remember Jeez. it uh, me neither <laughs> i didn't realize there were like singing there was singing in the original so that's funny yeah. it's been a while since i've seen the original because i couldn't remember when you guys were going to do it so we didn't. We didn't go to the level that Paul did because he's so cool, unlike us. All right. Um, I think I. I only have my tragic maker left. I think that's the same for Christy. So Paul, what's one more thing you didn't like before? One more thing that maker? I didn't like is that I the ending of the movie seemed to uh, end kind of abruptly. I was hoping that they could have some kind of reunion with his mom, the boy and his mom. Oh, that would have been nice. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> So, so that would be nice. Uh, Christy, what's your yeah. tragic maker? <laughs> that is my tragic maker. I I was like, this movie is so awesome. And then it ended and I was like, oh. It would have been nice for him to be like running into his mom's arms or something. Like mm. his mom, like being a mom. Look what I have for a pet now. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Being a mom makes a big difference. As a kid, I'm sure I was like, who cares? That was that was the greatest movie ever. But being a mom, I, was, I thought about her mourning the death of her son. Pretty and much. then right. the end of the movie, they're like, and who cares? <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? What? Oh. Yep. Yeah. That was a little bit tragic for me. Mm-hmm. What was tragic for me was, I, you know what, and it doesn't make a lot of sense, but for some reason, I didn't feel like this movie had much adventure in it. I was expecting something way more adventurous. I feel the same. I agree and yet disagree. Okay. When I think about it, oh, is there adventure? Oh, yeah. There's like, uh, there's definitely scenes where Mm -hmm. there is adventure, which is more than I think like the first movie had. Yeah. But I agree that this movie is lacking. Uh huh. I, and I, do, I can't explain why that is if it's like they spend too much on Cody in captivity and so that sort of like slows down the pace and makes it overall feel less like an adventure or there isn't... Or too much focus on McLeach. There was I mean, that big oh, like that big part in there where it was just... Him figuring special. out how to get... Yeah, yeah, and the eggs and yeah. the thing. Which is a funny comedic it, moment. It sure. is, but it, I mean, it does slow the pace of them, but you don't really need... I mean, do you need like one thing after another after another? Well, but I don't think they, they, it, I felt like any momentum they gained, they lost immediately after. It wasn't like they could sort of build on the momentum that came before it. Exactly. There was no build of momentum, I was Mm -hmm. just about to say. All right, valid. (laughs) 
So that was the thing I just liked most about this movie. And Paul, cap us off. That was actually my biggest thing that oh. I was going to say is my, wow, uh, we my tragic make. Oh, my. Yeah, for this. But since you said it, and I was kind of toying with uh, what Christy said is also my tragic maker. It's not a good wham-bam ending. Mm-hmm. But So I'll throw in a bonus one. Oh, okay. It's, so here's the bonus one. Bernard basically killed the bad guy. He pushed them in him into the river, which caused yeah. his death. Oh, right. <laughs> so if they had just wow. left that out, like him falling on his own, that would have been, which is what they usually do, like in Tarzan, where yeah. the bad guy, you know, gets, they get so angry, they wind up killing and themselves. And their own sword, yeah. Right, exactly. And here Bernard is like, I know he's kind of being the hero, kind of like pushing him in a little, but he, you have the hero basically killing the bad guy, which is really... Well, maybe he just got out of watching Zack Snyder's Superman, you know? Or Man of hey, Steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. <laughs> so anyway, it's very unlike Disney to have that. I was surprised. Mm. But well, even though it wasn't directly. unlike Bernard. Yeah, and it was, maybe it was but it's very indirect. Maybe, yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm done with this. I'm going to take out my aggression on Jake. <laughs> and it wasn't aggressive. It was like a slight push. Like, yeah. Oops. Well, McLeach <laughs> sort of invited it. He was. Oh, sure. A big But, bird. no, you got, I mean. I mean, I mean well, cartoon guys. I would never. I mean, if I was there, I would have ran and pushed him in. But <laughs> it's like, uh, like uh, Malcolm Reynolds says. It, I, don't, I imagine he didn't kill many, but he might have left him in a position to die easy. I probably misquoted that, but it's something like that. Okay. okay. So it just surprised me. <laughs> all right. All right. That's a good one. With that, I think we've entered all our targeting information into the firing computer. And Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. Do we rate the rest? Not the. Do we rate rescuers down under? I a, thought it was the. There it is a, the. No, it's not. It's, it's the, the rescuers, but it's not the rescuers. No, it is. Down, no. The rescuers down under, I'm, according I'm to IMDb. I'm gonna go look. Right oh now. my right. gosh, look, you boys! Right Stop squabbling. Right I'm doing it. It's I'm under doing. the. I know. Okay. Right, I know. I'm going. I'm going. It is. Right, we'll, I will see. bet you the next episode. Uh, and in other news, <laughs> the podcast continues. Mm. Oh, well, speaking of which, you know what's team. really cool? You know Wikipedia. what this? <laughs> Jeez. You know what this movie is called in uh, Germany? Hmm. What? It is. <laughs> Hold on. It's called Bernard and Bianca in Kangaroo Land. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is it. pretty awesome. Skewers. How do you spell rescue? Rescuers. Down, Down under. Under. Spell rescuers. The land of Australia okay, or I don't know. Ozland. I don't know. The, the land of oh, Oz. Oh, that's the issue. And the like the poster, the the is so small you can't tell. It just oh, looks like rescue. It's, it's definitely there. Okay, that's my that's my uh, this yeah. You owe me next episode. All right, <laughs> whatever that means. I, don't know. <laughs> I, don't I get to pick. Do we rate the rescuers down under a classic movie? We'd recommend it. Uh, anyone see it again if they have seen it before, or if they've never seen it, definitely be one that you that you watch. A nostalgic, uh, only watch it if you have seen it before, or a tragic. We'd recommend you don't watch this again, whether or not you've seen it before. Let's begin with our guest. How do you rate The Rescuers Down Under, Christy? 
Um, <laughs> well, Griffin would you like us to is, um, ask you see. last? Yeah, because you're gonna have. Um, I was when you were talking. I was. I I know. I know it's gonna be between two. Okay. Obviously. Maybe not obviously, but that sounded obvious when I one of, nostalgic and classic. And oh. I'm thinking, I just loved this movie so much when I when when it came out. I'm pretty sure we probably watched it in the theater because it was right around Thanksgiving, and we always used to go to a theater at, around Thanksgiving as a family. So I just don't. I just loved it so much as a kid, and I'm thinking, but would I would I tell someone else to watch it? Why would I tell them? Because I loved it so much as a kid, or because it needs to be watched. Period. End of story. Let me ask you this. Maybe this could help filter it. Would you rebuy this movie if it was released on Blu-ray? No, I would watch it on Netflix. So you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's rewatchable, but not buying. No, I would buy. I would buy. What would I buy? The man from Snowy River. Okay. So, Hand over fist. I would buy that twenty times before right. I would buy this. So maybe that Yes, then it's nostalgic. All right. <laughs> a very happy, happy nostalgic. I, I grinned throughout most of the movies. Oh, so oh cool. Nice. Like really one of my top nostalgic movies, but oh. I would probably not want to spend the money on the Blu ray. I would not but so, the yeah. Blu ray comes with the first one too. It's a combo. Then maybe. If it was like and 10 bucks, but... I was about to say, you can get on eBay for about 8 Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> no Mar- Men from Snowy River and Return to Snowy River and Spirit of Stallion of the Cimarron, those and, movies... And Quigley Down Under. I mean, come on. Well, no. Those movies, <laughs> I, I would spend I would spend money for those movies right. without question, so... Okay, so nostalgic so, for Christy. Yes. Paul, how do you rate The Rescuers Down Under? Uh, I too, like Christy, saw this at the theater and enjoyed it a few times afterwards. And I own the movie, but mm. I would have to say nostalgic because I enjoyed it, but I would not recommend it for anybody who hasn't seen it mm-hmm. because this it's, as someone who just watched it myself, it's not that memorable. Mm. It doesn't... It, it's not as impactful as I would like it to be in mm-hmm. concept and theory. It's good, but it doesn't, um, I don't it's know. It sticky. doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. I would, if you haven't seen it, I'd say don't waste your time. But if you have seen it, you want to trip down a memory lane. Yeah. I didn't find it nearly as nostalgic as Christy, mm. but I wouldn't say that it's tragic just because of all the good points we pointed out. All right. So two nostalgics. So it's definitely a nostalgic pick. Uh, for me, and I was going between two ratings as well. Oh, me too. I was going between tragic and nostalgic. And, <laughs> yeah, same for me. Um, and uh, you know what? I think the clincher is I was falling asleep on the <laughs> this Oh, well, no, you can't, you, can't say, you can't say that the falling asleep thing because we don't get sleep like normal people do. Normal but people I, without uh, a baby. But it's uh-huh. not like I'm, we've done. And it was late. It was late after a really hard day. All right. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. That, I'll yeah. give you that. Fight. Fight for it, Christy. <laughs> Come on. You you but grinned throughout most of the I movie, did? too. Yeah. I don't remember grinning at all. Your See, that's the, par- that's the problem. It's not memorable. <laughs> you did in the beginning. Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely, in the beginning, and every part with Wilbur. I love the Wilbur you, parts yeah, of it. Yeah, you laughed at parts of it. But that wasn't a lot of the movie. Um, now I'm going back and forth. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh, here's my issue. I think it's an amazing kids movie. I don't, I would not recommend it to then adults. Then it's not a I classic. I really want to watch it again. You don't, nostalgic movies aren't necessarily would ones you, you watch over and over and over again. Because you used to use that as yeah, a No, no, that's a good a point. You asked if you you asked me if Sophia could watch this movie today, so that makes me think because, of, because I wanted to record her take on it <laughs> oh. Oh. and play that. But you, she would probably freak out in the beginning where yeah. Cody's falling off the cliff. What's happening? I don't like this. He's falling. And ah! What's gonna happen? Oh look, he got saved. Wee! She's not Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Oh boy! <laughs> wow, you're really good at he that. Is really good at oh my gosh, you should do that for Sophia sometime. <laughs> okay, guys. Oh, gosh. Um, because you've made some good points. I, 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 I guess you've talked me into nostalgic. I don't. I don't know if I really buy it, but nostalgic. Nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'll go tragic if that makes you happy. No, no, actually, no, I was going nostalgic. I was about to say it's already nostalgic, so I'll just say tragic because I feel I feel truer about saying tragic. But you know yeah. what? I rate tragic, but that doesn't mean that this movie isn't nostalgic because the Retro Rewind podcast rates the Rescuers Down Under a disputed nostalgic movie. We'd recommend if you have seen it before, pick it up, watch it again. It's free on Netflix, so that's a great reason to relive those Probably memories. why it was so easily nostalgic for me, mm. because it was easily accessible. Ah, okay. That's a good point. I was, too, falling asleep near the end, but I don't rate that anymore as uh, yeah. a reason because I'm so dead. That's fair. That's fair. All right, you guys. I awesome. at the beginning. <laughs> Stop it. I did. Aww. During the dinner scene, I Aww. had to go back and rewind it when there was... But that's because I was tired. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Those old people. But, yeah. Oh, jeez. No, let's, let's talk about what's not tired, at least contemporarily-wise. Because Alice, bring up the new tube Derp. section, please. New tube systems engaged. Sometimes I reach, and it doesn't always pan out. But, you know, it doesn't mean you stop trying. Uh, <laughs> what's new on our twos? There is a point where you just need to realize, hey, I need to stop trying. <laughs> You're going to be there the whole time. <laughs> uh, what's new on our twos? Uh, whether it's a new movie, a new TV show, or book, what have you. Uh, let's begin with our guest, Christy. Oh, you said book, and I just remembered a book I read. Anyway, um, what should I pick? How about the new season? <laughs> You're so rude. Don't talk about... I'm just kidding, guys. I'm actually not as mad as I sound. <laughs> yeah, I was watching that, but that's not my new tube. You're just assuming... I binge shows on Netflix because it's an easy way for me to decompress after dealing with an infant and a three and a half year old who has a wonderfully strong mind. Anyway. Well, that's nice of you to say about Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Thanks, no. Paul. That's, that's, oh, <laughs> Griffin thought that was funny. 
Duh. You totally lost, left my, my train left the track. No, you don't need to. I'm figuring it out. I've got it. I've got it. We're good. The new season of Doctor Who, the last few, yes. ep- the last few episodes have been oh, phenomenal. Amazing. Oh, my gosh. Since like, when did you watch Doctor Who, Paul? I haven't seen it. I'm okay. being supportive. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. That, that, I felt a little cheated, actually, because <laughs> oh. I was like, yay, another Whovian. Oh, wait. Just Sorry. Kidding. Let me cry. I was trying to be positive about it. So some people, um, some people weren't sure about the new doctor, Peter, Mm, the old cranky guy, Capaldi. I think. I think that they have a. I I have my theory for why they chose him. Anyway, but they revealed a little bit of why they chose him. He he's been in a previous previous one or two episodes with the previous doctor. Less money. No, gosh. Anyway, um, but the last few episodes have been, in general, Doctor Who, good, but also just the writing. Oh, my, oh my gosh. So good. Oh, so good. I didn't, the feels. I didn't mean, I, well, it was lots of feels. I didn't mean <laughs> to like Doctor Who, and I was watching it because of a friend and then another friend, and I just kept watching it, and um, now just stuck with it forever mm-hmm. oh well it's great if you like it if you don't if you've never seen it you you try if you like sci-fi yeah it's definitely interesting sci-fi mm. all right thank you christy mm-hmm. paul what is new on your tube so i recently went out and saw the peanuts movie oh, in three days that came out now as i'm a, i i consider myself a peanuts fan not a diehard mm-hmm. but i enjoy like the the cashews, the um, but I I'm not I haven't I know I have a that I'm like what are you saying? <laughs> they're salted, they're <laughs> honey roasted, roasted yeah. yeah, plain. The, that would be no, but I route. I haven't really seen that many. I've seen a couple of the TV episodes of the past mm-hmm. and stuff, but um, I went in and I loved the first half. In the oh, okay. second half, it started to go down, and there are some plot points that are gapingly, like, or holes missing, like, hey, what happened to this and that? Uh-huh. But overall, it was cute. It oh, was cool. really good. And the voices are very similar to, like, the Christmas ones. Oh, and cool. So they did a really good job in the voices and some of the animation. And there are there are... For the fans in there, there are definitely nods throughout the whole picture of different things from the past. Very cool. So if you enjoy the Peanuts, you should like this. Okay. Very nice. Very nice indeed. You know what would also be nice? What, Fall? If I ask what was on your two, Francisco. <laughs> oh, good job. But I'm not going to. It would just be nice. Exactly. Well, I'll but tell you, you anyway. Infer. Yes. No, Paul, Francisco oh doesn't infer. <laughs> Talked about this. Infuriated. You already proved to me that I do infer at times. <laughs> I still think it's funny that you, you tried to prove. Bring up our marital issues <laughs> on the show. Funny. Well, why not? Right. The real show. I don't have a good answer to that. Um, yeah, that's are, what right. What are you trying to infer there? Uh, no, he he <laughs> said to me, he, I said you should have inferred, and he's like, I don't, I don't do that. And then in the next sentence, he inferred, and I was like, uh, you just proved yourself wrong. That was a very basic. 
explanation of what happened. Anyway, what's I new on my tube? Master interrupter is Francisco. A just a little game I got on my uh, <laughs> iPad called Wonky Wonky Jet. What's it? What's it called? <laughs> Wonka Bar. <laughs> Wonky Ship. It's essentially you have a little spaceship that's trying to escape a black hole and asteroids are falling down. It's like an endless game where you just try to get a high score and mm. last the longest. So essentially you're just tapping the left and the right sides mm. of your uh, mo- of your tablet device. or phone, yeah, and that will m- propel one thrust, one, the left or right thruster. Oh, gotcha. And you're just trying to, I mean, if you press them both, obviously go straight, but it's very sensitive. So even if you tap a little, it like skews one way or the other drastically. So you have to be very careful and not just hold down too hard. Um, so it's just, it's just a fun time diversion. Uh, yeah, and you can, right. as you get a higher scores, you can unlock different ships. So that's sort of what oh, keeps cool. you going. Uh, right. So check out Wonky Ship. It's on iOS. I don't know if it's on Android or not. I've been saying that that uh, adjective a lot lately, wonky. Oh, really? I, I think it comes from England. Okay. Thanks for that. <laughs> Uh, but you know what doesn't come from England? Poke, poke, uh, poke, poke. Um, our communication satellites, because they're on our ship. So, Alice, why don't you bring those up? Comsat online. Uh. Receiving incoming transmission. From England. Wrong <laughs> uh, again, Francisco. <laughs> What's happening? Wow. Uh, we don't have any feedback this time. Uh, <laughs> we did. It was from England, but you cut them off, so no. What? Why are we cutting He's off being, the English? I don't know. Not. He's being very anti-UK guys, right now. So we're... We uh, we have this thing. You may have heard of it. RetroRemonPodcast.com slash cast your vote. Uh, that, that's where, if you're a new listener, we... Change the next five videos. We like to know what you all want us to cover on the show. So we, you go there, and you can vote on the next five videos. And we are going to be close... This was the last movie of the, of the last five that you all voted on, Rescuers Down Under was. So we're going to be starting a new five movies that you want us to cover. We are going to close voting on uh, at 11.59 p.m. United States time. Wow. I have one time. Wow. I didn't mean that. Please didn't mean that. help. Help us. On, Please. We're closing voting on United States Thanksgiving. Not Canadian Thanksgiving. United States Canadian Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving already happened. Well, yeah, if they're listening to this, they don't necessarily know that. Well, of which year? Of 2015. 2015. Oh, thank you. Thank you, yes. Because people listening in 2016 think they have a long time. Exactly. (laughs) Unless they're Um, listening close to Thanksgiving. Anyway, Thanksgiving, if you want to vote, vote by Thanksgiving. Long in the show. Here's your chance. What about Bob? What about Bob? Yes. What about Bob? What about Bob? What about baby steps if, to however, the computer? If we were to <laughs> baby steps to the keyboard, if we were to close voting right now. Please change the movies because I have to watch them with my husband. The next, you don't have to watch them. I get to spend time with him. <laughs> Ooh, the jerk! Yeah, that's a good one. Next, Not Uncle Buck. The next five movies we're going to be covering are if we close voting right today. 
It'd be The Jerk, Uncle Buck. Wow, that's number one. A Few Good Men, Stay Tuned, and Jumanji. Wow, all live action. I'm sorry, why is it Jumanji? (laughs) (laughs) Jew? Yeah. (laughs) Jew must be joking. (laughs) How do you pronounce it? Jumanji? Yeah, Jumanji. Hmm. How do you pronounce it, Paul? I don't know. I'd have to ask Robin Williams, but he's dead. Okay. <laughs> I'm anyway. pretty sure he wasn't the one that wrote the book. So, hey, all you it's 30 spelled pe- J-U, so I would imagine it's pronounced Jumanji. Aha. No, I'm sorry. Is it J-U-E? It's, no, it's J-U-M-A-N-J-I. Okay, is it then if you Jew follow man. the rule of it's rules? It's Jumanji. It's kind of <laughs> like the, the kung fu for the Jews. Manchu. It's Jumanji. Kung fu, kung fu for the Jews. It's okay. I'm a 16th Jew. It's all right. If you follow the rules that, of... It's okay, I'm 162. Uh, if you follow the rules <laughs> no. of English, wouldn't it be J? Because there's no, nothing to make the U long. Well, English is so weird. There's and no it's rules. also not it's a not wild job. west. Like J-U-M. No, it's uh, whatever. Jumanji. It's open to interpretation because not even the Ox, o- not even Oxford uses the Oxford comma anymore. Everything is in flux. It's the internet now, so it's whatever you want it to be. Yeah. As long as you don't offend right. anybody, but it doesn't matter. You're going to so offend everybody. too late. <laughs> you just offended someone by saying you were one sixteenth Jew. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I, the no, I'm other sixteenths <laughs> haven't caught up yet. <laughs> what? Anyway, thank you to the 30 right people now. who have downvoted What About Bob. So it's staying at the oh, solid seven. Boo. I really appreciate oh, that. Oh, what about Good job, Bob? guys. Oh, Keep oh, up the good work. What about Bob? What about Bob is genius. Like Except the jerk. It should be the jerk. And what about Bob? No, I disagree. And then... The Terminator should be up there. And the father mm. of the bride. Yeah, and American Tale of Bible Goes West. <gasps> American Tale of Bible Goes West. Bible Goes West. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I what? like the new website, by the way, Francisco. Secret oh, of Thank Nim. you. It's not completely done yet. There's, lot, there's some... I want to be people to be able to look on... The site for like, if you want to just see the comedy movies, you click on the comedy tag and I'll just show those that we've covered. So there's other features I'm still trying to flesh out, but thank you, Paul. And yeah, if anyone comes to a, a broken page, it's probably just because I haven't implemented it yet. But all the episodes should be up now um, in the feed. So enjoy. All right, you guys, with that. Oh, I just changed the vote. <laughs> Oh, you you voted down what about Bob? Good idea. I I think that's a Why good way to go. Why do you hate Bill Murray so much? I Jeez. don't hate Bill Murray. I just hate that movie. When was the last time you watched it? You might appreciate it. When I was it, huh? in high school? Oh, right. I know. If you went to therapy, okay. then no, you would appreciate it. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. It. Okay. Well, let's, we're closing the show now. <laughs> oh, Ernest goes to camp. Sorry. Mm-hmm. If you uh, want to leave, again, if you want to leave us feedback on this episode, go uh, to RetroRewindPodcast.com. Slash 76. Yeah, that's this one. And leave us a comment in the comments field. And anyone who has left us a comment prior to the site going down, slash me deleting it accidentally, um, all that we, unfortunately, we have those comments. Like I, I can find them, but if I added them, I'd be adding them as me. And, oh, which, yeah. so I'm sorry if you, like, I know Ryan. Jackson commented a lot, and he actually is the first to comment on our Back to the Future 2 episode, which is so cool. But but nothing. 
Hey guys, this is Francisco from the future, and I wanted to go ahead and read uh, Ryan's awesome comment since he took the time to write it, as well as some other feedback that apparently has been just waiting and I keep forgetting to post or to share on there. So here we go. Ryan posted to the Back to the Future 2 episode, which originally was major pain. Okay, first off, first of all, Thank you guys so much for doing Back to the Future 2, one of my faves as a kid. Couple comments. Although I appreciate Chris's theory that Marty's arc was what set off our timeline, and that's why we have the 2015 we have today instead of the 2015 of the movie, I would have to point out that Back to the Future 3, that in Back to the Future 3, it's clear the future is still as we saw it in Back to the Future 2, because Doc now has a flying train. Also, Paul was right that if Marty and Jennifer had gone to the future, they wouldn't have been able to see their old selves because in Back to the Future 1, when Docs and Einstein one minute into the future, he was nowhere to be seen until he arrived one minute later. Finally, my biggest gripe about this movie is the false advertising for Doc and Marty's walkie-talkies. The Christmas after the movie was released, I got a pair of the exact walkie-talkies from the movie from the movie. And they were junk. Every transmission was garbled and even from the other side of the house, much less the other side of the town. Anyway, sorry for the long post. Love the episode, Ryan. Thank you so much, Ryan. It's so awesome to, to hear all that from you. So thank you so much for adding your thoughts to the show. Uh, we also got an email from Jesse. Uh, saying, what happened to all the shows? Also love the podcast. Keep going. And Jesse, you probably noticed that we posted all the episodes back to the feed. It's just a matter of, it was a matter of still fallout for me having deleted my websites from my web host. Uh, But now uh, those all should be back up and you shouldn't have to update your um, podcatcher or anything. Though I know Ryan had to unsubscribe and resubscribe to get the full feed. So you may try that. Um, hopefully you don't have to reserve for that. Uh, we also had some uh, f- comments on our Facebook page, not the group, but the page. Uh, Joe Gilliam, way back in October 15th, said, I cannot fathom anything less than a classic Groundhog Day movie. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry about that, Joe. <laughs> Uh, apparently, you can fathom the unfathomable. I don't know. Uh, but thanks for leaving us a comment nonetheless. And then uh, Dennis Hughes said, I started listening to the podcast a few months ago. Really enjoy it. So thank you so much, Dennis. And finally, on Twitter, uh, we got a few comments from Nate Milton. He said, Listening to the Ash Retro Rewind cast review of Major Pain before work. Just discover the show. Good work, brothers. Uh, hashtag nostalgic. And he also added, um, at Retro Rewind Cast, uh, found you searching for pods on Major Pain, listening to the Cool Runnings one now. The format is really growing on me. Thank you uh, so much, Nate, and hope you're... we continue to continue to grow on you. <laughs> it's like us. That's that's all I have from the future. Uh, and uh, so back to you from the past, you know, Francisco. Um, 
and that one's there because it's in the new site. All that to say, though, sorry that we lost those comments. If you want to go to the trouble of reposting those comments in the new system, that's awesome. I, I would that would floor me if you did that, but I wanted to apologize. I have a suggestion for that. What's your suggestion for that? Make a little extra page um, writing all the comments that people wrote and according to the episode and then just sign their name and then people... People can go like stuff said about episodes, and oh. then then it's there, or what people are saying, or something like that. Maybe that that's not a bad idea. Then at least people's comments are there, and they can be like, "Look, I'm on this website." And when you explode and get thousands and thousands <laughs> of followers, then they'll feel like, "Look, I was one of the first ones." Good point. Well, you know what? If you're one of those listeners that wants me to do that. Then just let me know. Just tweet me. Uh, you can tweet me at fxruizx or at retrorewindcast, and I will go to that. Go to the work of doing that. Hashtag upvote. What about Bob? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do that too. Except don't. Um, if you <laughs> last, uh, I want to mention that we are part of the Retro Junkies Network, which you can find at theretrojunkies.com. And uh, now, before we get to Nat, go back to Nat Point Omega. I want to say another special thank you to Christy. Thank you so much for, I mean, you've been here since episode one, actually episode zero, technically. So thank you so much for coming back and keep coming back. It's awesome to have you. Oh, yeah. It's convenient. (laughs) There is that element. (laughs) No, I really enjoy it. I think Uh it's really fun. And someday we'll have have the second one actually sleeping during it. And yeah. not hungry. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but yes, of course, you're welcome. Uh, and you can contact uh, the show at uh, our email is feedback at retrorewindpodcast.com. Still working on getting the contact page up. Uh, and if you want, again, if you want to tweet me, I'm at FXRUIZX. And if you want to find Paul, you can find all his social security information at pauljpowers.com. I hope not. <laughs> Paul, will you tell us what movie game time continuum we'll be rewinding back to next time? Uh, next time we will be going back to the year 19... I guess we're staying in the year 1990, sorry. And uh, we're, we're going to finish up our trilogy of Back to the Future. So I guess we're going back to the year 1885, depending on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, until then... And that'll be our... That'll, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, Paul. That'll actually be oh, our like three-year... I don't mind if I interrupt you. <laughs> three-year... So shouldn't, I shouldn't mind if you interrupt me. Our Back to the Future 3 will be our uh, bigger uh, three-year anniversary episode. Not technically three years if you divide or multiply 26 by three. But still, that's we're kind of that because that's when, when we're doing it. Um, and we're going to have hopefully a larger panel. So uh, hopefully Christy will be able to come back. Maybe Josh and Sharon. Maybe I don't know. I think, I'm gonna be, I think I'm going to be someplace else. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but uh, so we're looking forward to doing that. And we may even do it live. We'll see. Uh, but look forward to that. Okay, continue, Paul, please. But until then, until we get our act together and figure out what's going on, we'd appreciate <laughs> it so much if you took some time to review us on whatever podcast platform you listen or even subscribe. Because, you know, that's cool, too. That helps other people find us. And if you ever uh, have the notion to support us even more, you can visit our Patreon page, 
at retrorewindpodcast.com slash Patreon. Indeed. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you for being an awesome friend, awesome co-host, awesome human being. I love you, man. (laughs) And thank you. From one bean to another. Sweet. Uh, And whether this is your first time listening to this show or you subscribe and you listen to each episode while you're at work or you're commuting to work or just doing chores, we appreciate you so much. You are awesome, uh, awesome human being, unless you're like a dog or a cat listening to this and you're an awesome dog or animal. Yes, an awesome animal. Animale. (laughs) Um, But animales. And if you're a Pokemon listening to this, all the better. And like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Are Pokemons listening to this? So if we caught more, we could get more subscribers. Oh, that's interesting. I like it. I don't want to go home. You don't have to. Yeah, you can go to the base. I don't want to. Okay. Stay in the year 19. Yeah, you know what? I tried to throw this movie away, but it came right back to me. <laughs> <laughs>